Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Where the Dark Corners Are. Hostess. Tonight we have a road trip with the panda. In 1995, a team of paranormal travel podcasters found an abandoned cub in the haunted Arctic. After some kick-ass paranormal training and his first alien kill, he was ready. He was ready. So, if ghosts, serial killers, or monsters in the dark got you scared, don't hesitate to call the Polar Bear. The Polar The polar bear. And Sam. And Sam. Red, <laughs> red panda Sam. <laughs> I saw a red panda thing the other day, and now I can't remember what it was. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Chrysler. Okay. <laughs> never seen that video? Why do I feel like I'm the only one who's seen these things? Because <laughs> <laughs> you are. Oh. You guys don't sit at home and watch TikTok all day <laughs> until the Christmas holidays show up and you I socialize, wish. and then you go back on TikTok? <laughs> nope. No. Oh. Well, good for you guys. <laughs> Just start sending them to me, and I'll put them in my bank with all the other TikToks <laughs> I don't listen to. You never to. watch them. Right. I watch all the TikToks people send me. <laughs> I'm a good guy. A hundred and a <laughs> okay. if, th- if you're thinking of me as sending a TikTok, I'll take time out of my day to watch your TikTok. Oh, That's the Christmas spirit right there. My Christmas present to you is to watch the first 10 TikTok videos you send to me. Ooh, I'm going to send the best ones. Yeah, so you better oh, yeah, orchestrate it. That. I've seen the ones he sends. You don't do any better, so I don't want to oh, hear Oh, no, it. I do amazing. Yeah, well, okay. okay. She just doesn't get it. Well, anyways, so far I've actually gotten a couple of really fabulous gifts. You guys, not that they need my advertisement, but you guys seen those commercials for the fake portraits? Of they like take your picture and transpose it onto like a king or queen mm. or an empress. So I got that as a Christmas present and I'm all regal looking and beautiful. You should have brought it. Yeah. No, you have it on your phone. Post it on Facebook. Oh, oh it works. You really fit the phone. For those at home, I have my gloves on that I got for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Why, 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 why are you only wearing gloves? <laughs> it's really awkward in here. <laughs> Everyone's just watching me. There it is. I'm pretty sure Chris Jenner did that oh, for like nice. her entire family. Oh yeah, I love that. <laughs> so good. It's her. She sent it. <laughs> she posts for that picture already. 
So I'll put it on the Facebook page so that everyone can see my gloriousness. Yeah, why not? Go to the Facebook page. <laughs> check out Queen Vina. But I have to tell you, I was absolutely tickled pink. And then the second gift that I got is a portrait of Audrey too from the Little Shop of Horrors, which I have like a little collection of Audrey twos in my house. So I have like a, one that's like four feet even. I love that. So why have we never seen this? I You've been to my house. I don't know. Did it try to eat me? Did I miss it? I don't know. It's right next <laughs> to my other collection of stuff. Right. But anyways. It just looked like a house plant. Right? <laughs> Good thing it did try to eat me. I'd have an easy prey. So, yes. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. Tonight, our topic is actually about good Santas. Things that, you know, Santa stories that just really kind of bring home the spirit of Christmas. Warm your heart. Right. Make you feel good. So, I'd actually like to start this off because... For years and years and years, this was always the story. And I know that there's a lot of people out there that says it's not accurate. I know that Snopes, it says it is accurate. And when my children were younger, I would have them get on the computer because the internet was around then. And we would check out this website called NORAD. Mm. NORAD.org. Now... This is something that has evolved into this in massive uh, scenario. But it all started in 1955, and it was an accident. And to me, these are like the best accidents. So during you know the Cold War, the United States was working with Canada to provide air defense. And this air defense operation was called Conrad. And the purpose was is to basically have radars to make sure and monitor that the Russians did not try and sneak attack, drop nuclear bombs. And so as it was in 1955 in Colorado Springs, the Sears Roebuck Company, now... For those who are generation, my generation, Generation X, we used to get these thick catalogs, especially around Christmas time, from Sears, from JCPenney's. And what we would do is we would take markers or pens and we would go to the kids' toy section and we would circle what we wanted so that our parents would order. Because this back then, not that this was too long ago, okay, because it wasn't. But back then, you Absolutely. could actually even write out an order, mail your order in with the check, because this was way before the internet was a thing, and they would just send you your packages. So you circle the toys, you circle whatever you wanted, and you know you crushed your fingers. But in 1955, Colorado Springs, Sears Robux mailed uh, actually had an ad, and they had a. Um, like in their catalog, along with a radio ad that told kids that they can call Santa Claus at this number, and they provided this number. Well, as it turns out, the number in the ad was printed wrong. And 
So what ended up happening was the misprinted number was actually the direct line to Conrad, the Continental Air Defense Command Center, you know, again, all the operations in Colorado Springs. And it was a Colonel Harry Shoup who answers the phone. And it's the red phone. It's like the, the bad phone. <laughs> yes. This Mr. is like Mr. shit President. is Missile, going right. Are coming. <laughs> shit is happening. You need to launch. The Powerpuff Girls phone. So, right. I mean, can we talk about how funny <laughs> this is that this high ranking man has this serious, like, serious job that he has to do? He has to man this phone and then he answers the phone, and there's little Timmy on the other end That's being exactly like, I'd like a transformer, please. <laughs> and he's like, Wait, what do you mean? Is it transformer? Like, what's happening? Are you saying the Russian code names? The right? Spark, the That's not the agent. one I have. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Love that. He answers the phone, and there's a small child's voice going, Is this Santa Claus? And he's like, befounded. Just, he actually, I think, thought this was almost like a prank from people on the other line. So he kind of rolls with it. What if he doesn't think it's a prank? What if he thinks it's like a Russian spy that's just like calling to mess with him to try to like get the right code? And he's kind of like annoyed a little bit. And the kid kind of breaks down. And then he kind of shifts gears. And he starts acting like Santa Claus. Oh. And this is the beginning of, to me, a really wonderful tradition. Now that it's, it's evolved from Conrad to Norad. Okay. But he ends up, the colonel ends up assigning the, uh, the people in the command center to field the phone calls. Because the kids are calling calling because Sears told them this was the direct line to Santa Claus. Right. And this begins, he, I mean, we're talking 1955 in literally two years, 70 year tradition of looking to NORAD. And one of the things that these kids were asking, not only are you Santa Claus and the, the, the servicemen playing along they begin to track Santa Claus. So the kids would call up Christmas Eve and they would say, where's Santa Claus at? Well, Santa Claus is now leaving London, Berlin, Spain, Chile. And this has evolved from just simple phone calls to now you can have an app on your phone so you can show your children on your phone and, you know, pretty decent images of Santa Claus and where he's at and you and your children from the from 1201 Christmas Eve morning all the way to 12 o'clock Christmas Christmas morning for 24 hours you can literally track Santa Claus on this website and it is it and and, and please don't think I'm sell, overselling this we're talking at least 9 million people will go to this website. And we're talking over 200 countries and territories will go. And this, this from the servicemen that he assigned to this very special scenario, they now have more than 70,000 volunteers to field not only phone calls, but to respond to over 12,000 emails. And so this... One blip in time, no matter how it worked or how it happened, just evolved, in my opinion, 
one of the greatest little things that could ever come out of the Cold War, at least, is this wonderful site that I shared with my children. The other thing I wanted to point out is that children are still writing via postal service to the North Pole, and I think that's wonderful, too. So that's my Christmas story. I love that, and I love that it's the one thing that the government actually did well. Like, they could have just (laughs) shut it down and just been like, no, let's not do this, but instead this man, you know, took it upon himself to have the Christmas spirit and to continue the Christmas spirit for that one child, that first phone call, and it has evolved. My kids have looked at it. I mean, generations later, my kids have looked at it. Now, OnStar links to it. You know, they're like, oh, you know, show your kids where Santa is. Click the OnStar button. We'll tell you where he is right now, and that's magic. That's so cool that we get to use technology for something fun like that. Right. And to promote, to me, Santa Claus represents hope. There's nothing stronger than that. Well, and just magic. That's one few thing in, things in our lives that we have that's magic. That's why we as parents make sure our kids continue to believe in that, you know? Right. Yep, all them kids I have. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I remember watching it. Yeah, we, I mean, the, I think about it now. The images weren't like the greatest images or nothing. But it's different. But I was like six. Little, I was like, yeah. oh, my God, there he is. He's flying. <laughs> But no, it's, it was really cool. It was really fun to watch him, and uh, I'm not too sure if my brother got into it, but it was cool. Well, and think of what, about what it all snowballed to, this, like, creation of magic that we can do. So, I mean, before it was just very much like Santa gifts in the morning, and that's super cool and everything, but now we have elves on a shelf. And our kids wake up every morning to see where those elves are and what the heck they're doing. And they want to be better people because they want to for the elves, you know? Like, we've just, these types of things spark things for us to be able to make an experience that kids will never forget. Well, you know, and I think to some extent, because it's interesting that the three of us are speaking very highly of this Christmas scenario, Whereas the Ukrainian in the bunch <laughs> hasn't said a word. The, the defense My system kids have looked at it. <laughs> We've done the same thing. We looked at it. And, yeah, it was fun. You're like, stop, stop talking. I was just playing Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say, wait, if I can knock it out of the park. Uh, yeah. How are we fuck. supposed to follow that? Jesus. <laughs> that was a great <laughs> yeah. starting point. Why, why don't you finish why, yeah. with that story <laughs> yeah, you don't and put, we'll do our bullshit little story. You put story. your home run hitter in the third spot in the lineup, <laughs> not the first. You hit the guys get on base and then you knock them all home. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you for listening to Where the Dark Corners Are. Yeah. Have a great night, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep your freaking stories. <laughs> all right. You got this, Polar Bear. Oh, oh, good job, buddy. Oh, I have Way to, to volunteer. Through. Yeah, yeah well, I yeah, fucked you, that up. You're on deck now. Oh, well, wrestling for the hills at this rate. Uh, mine wasn't as happy, I guess. But what? I mean, <laughs> the stories we have on the show are a lot about taking lives. This one's more a saving life. It's about a fireman who, his name is Brad Ludecky. Ludek. What he did was he filled his car with gifts as he did on the yearly basis and he dressed up as Santa Claus to go pass out gifts to the less fortunate and he was on on his way it was December 21st and on his way there dressed as Santa with a bag full of gifts he encountered a car crash where a two-car collision and one of the cars began to spark fire so being the first responder that he is and a good person that he is, he ran over there and he found that there was a man unconscious in the driver's seat. So he pulled that man out of the car 
And then shortly after, the car exploded. So Was he dressed as Santa? He was dressed as Santa. So holy shit, I mean, can you imagine being <laughs> that person going, yeah. well, thinking you're hallucinating. <laughs> there, there's pictures of him. Uh, I guess the bystander lady was taking pictures of him. And wasn't helping, but yeah. He's, he's like, yeah, she wasn't <laughs> helping. But yeah, he's standing there in his Santa suit, and his car's on fire. And yeah, he saved this man's life. And then uh, turns out later on, you find out that he lost his kid to a car crash himself just a couple of years before that. And the man that he saved out of this uh, car crash is his child's best, uh, one of the, his child's friends' parents. Oh. So oh. yeah, he he made it. He made it seem like maybe it was a sign from his kid to go help somebody out from the car crash. Right. So yeah, not not only was he just giving presents to the needy, he was you know not hesitant to act and saved a life close to Christmas. Gave you in a fucking flip car. You're <laughs> on fire. This is it. <laughs> fucking Saint Say Nick. Saint Nick Claus. is right outside your door, ripping that door off. I'm just assuming I'm dead. <laughs> I'm like, I'm seeing shit. Right? <laughs> is this what heaven is? Santa's <laughs> here. Santa's here. This place is great. <laughs> Damn. So dramatic. Yeah. Very short story, but I really like. Yeah, it, I just so. no. No, I love that. I That's amazing. Base the guy hit. Was just it's a base great. hit. It's a base hit. It's a base hit, baby. Base hits win games. <laughs> yeah. Well, my base is, yeah, panda. I'm up to bat now. <laughs> <laughs> so the, where I got my story from, they all chose to stay like anonymous and stuff. Anonymous. A lot of these stories stay anonymous for whatever reason, especially like all the Santas themselves. Like they don't give out their names usually or us, other names of Santas or families they've interacted with. This story I, I ended up choosing was it's it's kind of, it's Santa. It's a bunch of little Santas or not a bunch. It's just two little Santas. So, so we're talking short Santas? Sure. Dwarf Santa's? Wait for it. <laughs> <laughs> she goes prodding. <laughs> so the anonymous person states that it had been a challenging year. He was a newly single father with two young children. Work had dried up, and he was in a financial pinch, pinch and he was struggling to afford to pay his bills, and he wasn't sure if he was going to have enough money for Christmas. On the month before Christmas, he, act, he told the children there wasn't going to be many prisons to open on Christmas morning, and that Santa was very busy. He would only be able to leave one or two gifts each, and they understood, but he could see that they were disappointed. And then a miracle happened, he states, that two days before Christmas, he was paid up front for a job that he would start in January. So with the money, he went and bought all the gifts for his children and stuff for an unforgettable Christmas feast. He had wrapped all the presents, hid them in his bathroom and bedroom, and waited for Christmas Eve. When he got up very early on Christmas morning, knowing that the kids would surely still be asleep, he sneaked into the living room to lay all the gifts under the Christmas tree and froze. There was already dozens of presents under the Christmas tree, all written with his name on it. The presents were all from his children, and they had wrapped up their favorite toys and books and left them under the tree so Dad would have had something to open on Christmas morning. As he stared at the gifts through his watery eyes, he promised to never doubt Santa Claus again. Dang, I want to have me in all the feels. <laughs> <laughs> that was so sweet. should have brought a box of t-shirts. <laughs> Such good babies. Oh. I love that. Yeah. I am still like stuck on trying to hide <laughs> Christmas presents in a bathroom though. Could you imagine you're like in the back of the toilet? <laughs> All I was thinking to myself is where would it's I put like them in the bathroom? The phone. Just put them in the shower. They're not going to work. <laughs> no, that's true. My kids don't not shower for very long. Put in the dishwasher. <laughs> they ain't going to look there. Yeah, no. It's in the sink. <laughs> that one was so sweet. I love that. That's cool. Well, you know, there is some truth to that story. I mean, a lot of people, especially I would say this year with, and I don't want to say with inflammation, 
No. Inflation. Inflation. <laughs> yeah, in, uh, inflammation of our government. Yeah, our government is infected. Yeah. I also hate being inflamed on Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> There's medicine for that. <laughs> There's an app for that. Sorry, wifey. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a rash cream for Secret Santa. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> Can you stop by the pharmacy? <laughs> But the point is, is that shit's been rough this year. And I think a lot of people are just, it's going to be rough. And, uh, you know, there's a COVID that's coming back and stuff has been really rough for the last three years. Yeah. And I think that that's what's beautiful about all of this stuff is that, you know, like you were talking about, the Santa tracker is something easy for parents. It doesn't cost them a dime and it allows them to create magic. We, in our community, do a really, really good job of supporting our kids and taking care of our kids. We really don't need an angel tree because we have such a great organization that all of the local businesses participate in that there's not a child that doesn't get a gift or good gifts because we're out there as a community taking care of our own, which is phenomenal. This year, I know that we sponsored a lot of uh, the elderly in the community, which I think has been great. So my family, all my kids gave up a gift so that they could buy a gift for an elderly person and they're going to make them cards. And I think that's great. Like whatever we do and however we make it, that's what Christmas is. It's not about getting a hundred gifts. It's about doing well and being good to your family members. Right. But speaking of gifts, what would you say? (laughs) What would you, we'll start with Samantha. What would you say was like... The gift that just was the best. Oh, I don't know. Like the way to put me on the spot. <laughs> yeah, Sam. Yeah, that was not talked about in this pregame. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so. I mean, I don't really remember a lot of the gifts that my parents got me. I just didn't. That wasn't the big thing. Like we are a big Italian family, so we just really enjoyed spending time together. But I think any time that my kids go out and get me a gift and they take the time to look at it, <laughs> as with notice. my Italian hands, I think when <laughs> they go out <laughs> and they uh, put the effort in to buy me a gift, that means a lot because they don't have much and they're trying to facilitate it. And sometimes you open this gift and you're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> but it was it meant something to them. And the fact that they tried to get me a gift and they tried to be thoughtful about it and they have that type of heart means more than anything. When they make me homemade gifts, like I love their pictures and their crazy little ornaments that I don't love to put on my tree. Don't tell them that. Because okay. <laughs> I like a designer tree, but you know, then I get to see all their beautiful little pictures and I have to suck it up. And that, that's super meaningful to me. I like stuff that actually takes some thought. All right, Polar Bear. I don't know. <laughs> Um, this fancy card deck right here, yeah, obviously. Magic <laughs> magical. <laughs> I don't know. I can give you two stories. I can give you a story. That, um, a- every year, my wife go- will go all out on buying us gifts. And then it just kind of makes me mad because it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a p- pool of money where we're all supposed to get gifts for each other. But then she'll go above and beyond. So you get a great gift. And I'll, you know, so I'll get a great gift and I'll get her a mediocre gift. So then, like, she feels good when she, you know, when she goes over the top with it. Like, let's say, you know, we Mm. did a secret Santa, right? Right. And uh, we set a limit for a certain amount of dollars. She would probably go over and over and like, oh, they could use this. They could use this. They could use this. And then the time comes, you're like, well, here's the money limit (laughs) gift. And she's like, okay, here's your fucking 20 gifts that go over, you know? So... I don't know. She she does that, so that's kind of cool. And then the other story I wanted to tell was just this morning. My uh, 
my daughter, she, they have like a little shop at school and she got in trouble last year. So she wasn't going to participate in, in this one. Then she just took all the money that she had in her little wallet and her little savings to school. And so she came home and gift with gifts and then, you know, so we had to chew her out because we told her no, but then you can't really <laughs> chew her out because it was a super sweet thing that she did. Right. The spirit of Christmas. <laughs> She's so <laughs> kind. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, what do you do? Mm-hmm. How um, dare you school her. Story. Yeah. Why are you just listen to Why what I say. Like listen this? to my words, not my actions. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sounds like she takes after her mother. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Panda. My favorite gift. Um, I remember well, one of the biggest ones that I always remember was Star Wars Battlefront 2 for the PS2. I beat that game, game was great. in hours out there. Chris, as soon as I got that, I don't remember Those trying to like open the, the rest of the games. games. we played online on PS2. I, I didn't even think I played online. I just played the, the, the <laughs> living <laughs> shit out of that game so much. And I, I mean, that was one of the best ones. But I think my best one was Band of Brothers on DVD and like the box metal set I got from my grandmother. And I wonder where she got the idea from. But the point of the matter was I asked that for that every year, every <laughs> and year, and I never got it. And I was like, what the fuck? Is, you know, <laughs> I'm not. God a, damn it. Sarah. Maybe I'm not writing it right. <laughs> like maybe. <laughs> and I know it's a little adult for a child or, you know, coming of age child. But I was like, fuck, man, that's all I keep asking for. And then I finally got it. And I saw who was from. I was like, that was dope. Thanks, Grams. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah. So. Nice. What about you, the lady who had time? I wasn't born on Christmas, so it's not me. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I remember Michael's first Christmas. I have pictures. Probably shit myself. He was. (laughs) I think that's a safe bet. What's changed? (laughs) That's a magic Christmas miracle. He didn't poop all day. (laughs) (laughs) He was just this little butterball, and we put the like. (laughs) (laughs) Also, what's changed? This red bow on his head, and he's like flopping around because he's only like three months old. But actually, the next year when he was up and about, you know, walking, it was kind of like a revelation. We bought him all these toys, and he preferred to play with the empty boxes. (laughs) It was like, how much we put out for this shit, and you're playing with the boxes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's how my kids are. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like I'll make a fort out of that box. It's a dog food box. It's a dog food box. <laughs> Pretty much. But I would have to say, so last year, my children chipped in and got us tickets to Japan. Oh, that's just cheating. That's amazing. I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who those children are. <laughs> where? Yeah, where were these fucking hoodlums? <laughs> and that was an immensely wonderful gift. So I got to see both my children at the same time. In Okinawa, Japan. That's really cool. Yeah. I do think that Christmas with kids kind of changes. Whether you're the super cool uncle that just gets to storm in and give them all the best gifts. Because they're like my brother owns that. He wants to win Christmas because he has (laughs) the money. And he's like, what is the biggest, most extravagant gift that your children want? I'm like, well, this crazy thing. But don't you dare. And sure as hell, that's what shows up under the Christmas tree. And he loves that. But as parents, Mm -hmm. like to be able to do that and like see their little faces like light up and just know that you did so even if it's not crazy expensive it doesn't have to be sometimes the kids are just super stoked to get their christmas pjs on and that's the first thing they're putting on it's a super cool thing like i think having kids 
going from being the kid that's spoiled to then being the person that gets to spoil these little people is just so freaking cool. And I love that experience. I think that has made, I'm not a big Christmas person, but being able to do Christmas for my kids, I would do anything for those kids. And it's just so much fun to watch them light up and know that we did that, you know? I think that's a cool, that's you a really do cool shit. experience. It was Santa. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> trust me, mom works hard. She takes claim for some of those things, but having to give that fat bastard all the credit for the cool gifts really pisses me off. <laughs> you weren't around, mom, but Santa was there when I needed it. Yeah, you remember when Santa got me that super cool gift? And I'm like, yeah, I remember when I worked overtime for that. <laughs> Don't let your children listen to this episode. <laughs> yeah, I probably should post that warning. Yeah, disclaimer. Did you ever red rifle one of your children? My kids, <laughs> I do not out. trust them <laughs> to have a red rifle. Oh, that's they're not no, getting no, that no, for no, sure. No, 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 no. Did you red rifle? Like, did you put them in a in like on a corner? The special or gift in a hideaway spot oh. where they were really looking forward to this one gift, and you knew they were like that's the one that was gonna fucking you know hit the dinger with, and then they didn't get it, and you're like, oh man, that is good. But you know, I really was hoping for this. You're like Sur- surprise what's, box what's from the there? closet. Yeah. Yeah. What's that behind the chimney there? I mean, kind of. So, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear. Fucking Buzz Lightyear. I have found that as my kids get older, Christmas has evolved. So my 12-year-old went from asking for Legos, which I love Legos. I love watching him do Legos. I I mean, they're expensive these days, but I'll drop the 100 bucks. He's actually very meticulous, so I never step (laughs) on Legos. I would feel differently if I did. But now, this kid on his Christmas list this year was a box of, like, 100 rubber duckies. Didn't care which kind. He wanted Danny DeVito pillowcase. <laughs> he wanted potato sleeping pants. And he wants that uh, tiny little UFC par- fighter. What's his name? I cannot think of his name. Uh, but he uh, wants a the, cardboard the, the cutout of it. Pacquiao guy? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I'm not. No. Why, why are you asking me for these crazy gifts? But he has the weirdest Christmas list. So That's I can funny. only wait what he's going to ask for next year. Yeah. But I do think, I mean, my brother... One Christmas because he got sis a new hamster, so that's already a wash. But I did get her an American Girl doll, and it comes with, I got her little diabetes things because she's a type 1 diabetic. So she got a little pump and a little Dexcom, so she matches her American Girl doll. So I think we might kill this one. I'm really excited for that. We want to make sure the hamster is alive, though. Yeah, the hamster, other hamster got eaten by the cat. (gasps) We struggled with that one for a little bit. Oh, God, no. And then her uncle, of course, was like, I'm going to go over to Reno and get her a hamster. Mind you, he gets this hamster donated to him because they fall in love with the story. So he's going to win Christmas with a free hamster. After I dropped all that money, he's Santa. I'm real pissed. (laughs) He does that on purpose. We know. Yeah, he's no, he's the best uncle ever. Shut a hamster. I got one. You want him? <laughs> His name's just, Chunk. They just keep pooping, though. They're so dirty. He is dirty. He's gross. But he's so cute, though. You put him on a little hamster wheel, he just walks around. He's pretty cute. Really he's right. really fat. He keeps jumping in this tunnel, and I'm like half like worried that he's going to get stuck, because then how do I explain that to my 10-year-old that your hamster got stuck in the tunnel, and we can't get him out? The jaws of life. Here comes Santa Claus. And this is why Michael will never be a parent. <laughs> He's like, I am never going to cut the hamster out of the tunnel. <laughs> yeah, we've, it's just so many bad things you have to explain. And like, <sighs> <laughs> yeah, yep. that was rough. I don't want to explain that. No, it's not. What's good. death? I don't know. Mm, no, I can't tell you. <laughs> can't tell you. Well, you see that hamster over there? See how there's only half of him? <laughs> Yeah, we're lucky we didn't find him because that would have been pretty bad. So we were just like, maybe he ran off. And she's like, no, the cat kills everything. And I'm like, you're not wrong. (laughs) 
Who made you so smart? <laughs> <laughs> it was not good. All right. Yeah, Merry Christmas, <laughs> y'all. Yeah. Oh, did you want to tell your story? Because we just kind of hijacked. Oh, you didn't have one. Oh, my God. You just threw her under the bus like that? <laughs> On purpose. The one time. Oh, I, <laughs> I mean, I've deserved like that. We, we all just took our thunder away from uh, Sam. And then. And he, he well, I mean. <laughs> okay, so first I don't have a theme song. Now you're throwing <laughs> me under the bus and publicly shaming me. Can you cut this out? <laughs> Can we go back uh, 30 seconds? <laughs> okay. I will. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right, so that's Christmas 2023. <laughs> that's Christmas. <laughs> On to business. Oh, Christmas. Oh, Facebook, Martha. Facebook, Facebook. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> oh, what is it? What does he say? Uh, the, the, the fires of love. <laughs> <laughs> the little Grinch. Remember from Jim Carrey where he's fucking making the little angel thing? He's banging it and he's got the fire. He lights the fire. He goes, uh-huh. The fire of love. <laughs> <laughs> I do not remember that part of that movie, but I can 100% say he is my spirit animal. When he's going down the list about why he's too busy, and it's like self-loathing. <laughs> That's me every single night. Loathing. Loathing. Yeah. He's like, dinner with myself, can't cancel that. I've already canceled three times. <laughs> yes. Sam. Uh, All right. Facebook, Facebook, Facebook. We have a Facebook page where the dark corners are. If there's a topic you'd like us to discuss, please comment, share, like. I don't know. Go out and tell us about a good Santa story, something that someone's done. (laughs) Tell us your favorite hamster Christmas story. If you want to see a picture (laughs) of uh, Queen Vina. (laughs) Yeah, she follows me on there. Yeah, visit our Facebook page. I'm surprised it's not on there already. (laughs) 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 Surprised it wasn't posted first (laughs) thing. (laughs) <laughs> but you can send us an email at where the dark corners are at gmail.com. That's you right. You made the email. I didn't make the email. Oh. What the <laughs> fuck? No, he hates the, oh, email. Hate the email. I don't like the email. <laughs> All right. WTDCA at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Samantha, final thoughts? I'm excited that Christmas is almost over. I mean, it's a lot of like work and preparation. I have a 12 foot tree sitting in my house that I'm not 100% sure what I want to do with it. I don't know if I want to make it smaller if I don't, but I'm like really excited for Christmas. I'm excited to see everything, spend time with our families. So I'm excited and I hope everyone has a great Christmas. Hello, Bear. Relating to my story, I want to give a shout out to all the first responders that go above and beyond, you know, donating to the community and because we're over here trucking it, they're pulling up the stack. So Merry Christmas. Panda, I love that you just like that was so nice. Yeah. And the whole time, Panda's like loser. He's sitting there. He's all shut the fuck up. <laughs> what am I supposed to say after that? Oh uh, yeah, fuck yeah. Me. That's what happened. Funny joke. That's, and what, happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened to me. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. I was there. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled that story out of my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just. Do the thing you think is going to make something magical for someone else. You'll be all right. All right. So until next time, please remember. Merry Christmas. I could hear. I couldn't hear like any of the intro. I can't hear myself still. I can't hear any of you. We had this problem last time. Has it? Nope. 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 Nope.
Oh, I can hear my... And it's gone. And it's gone. And... and just there, the tip, apparently. There, can you hear it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the tip. Can't, I, can't. Hear, I can only hear it on my right side, though. So no, it can't go all the way. Just gonna win one ear. One ear. That's not gonna be disorienting. 